Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's the Score North Twin Show. Ooh, another victory last night. Twins are hot again. Twins are hot, and the Royals are the hottest team in baseball. Six straight wins. Maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe maybe the Royals have awakened. Yeah, they but, come. Uh, yeah, the Twins. So what are, we, what are we sitting here? I know Declan's trying to update the magic number graphic. Not Declan. I mean our full-time graphics team here at Score North. And on the Scorner Twin Show. Guardians idle last night, correct? Well, the they, were idle. they were the idle. The Twins were 52 going in, so they won. So that means they're at 51, right? 51 magic number. All right. Yep. Two and a half games up. little distance from the Gardos. You got the the once hot Diamondbacks who've kind of cooled their jets. They're still above 500, but they've lost three games in a row. They're coming to town to celebrate Joe Maurer going into the oh, Twins Hall of Fame. That's right. You got your Joe Mauer bobblehead? No, no, no. I'm going to get my Joe Mauer hat. A Joe Mauer oh, hat? Oh, the seven one? Yeah, oh, they the gave it away last year. My number or, seven. This is a nice oh, hat. This was 2019. <laughs> it's when it? they retired his number, right? Yeah. I think okay. the, the weekend that, that they uh, retired his number, they gave these out. They're actually not they bad did. for Dex a giveaway. tweets went to that game. He doesn't remember coming home. I remember well, that. You I remember that out part. at the Joe Mauer retirement. What I happened, remember dude? getting there early for the induction. I could not tell you how I got home that night. I mean, I lived four blocks away. I lived very, very close to Target Field at the time. Like, were you just so it's jacked for man. Joe to go in, and you're like, he's going to give a great speech, and so you probably, just got probably. But yeah, I remember going out with a buddy of mine. We got there for the induction ceremony, and I think what it was was um, what's the is it. What's the bar on the second or third behind the home plate level? Uh, you know that bar that like looks right, right by the organ. Oh Hold yes, back. no, no. The it Champions was Club. It no, was no. two. It was two gingers when it opened, right? And yes. now it's like Twins. It, it was Twins Pub the last time yep. I, I went up there, and that's exactly what right I by was Sue drinking. Nelson, the organist. I had like three or four double gingers at that bar, oh, and God. I do not remember. There was probably a pit stop at the Rabbit, I'm sure, um, but I do not remember coming on. But I remember getting that hat. I still, I think, have the hat. Shockingly, it looks like an old school, like 1930s hat. It's like it there's does. no, there's hey, no uh, it profile does. to it. Yes, hey, it, the boys are gonna throw the ball around the got, today. Yes, hey, in defense of that too, I do have the big melon as well. So I don't think I've, it's that man. I have a huge head too. You know, it's no, that hat's the tiny. That's a small hat. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. even, that's not in your noggin. But I like the seven. Like, I like I like it. This is a nice seven. Yeah. 
Uh, I had a dream last night about Joe Maurer, actually. I had a dream. You know, most dreams you have, like for me, I'd say half my dreams are kind of weird or scary. You know, there's like a, like like the dog got off the leash or something yeah. horrifying or whatever. Yeah. Um, this was just a very pleasant dream. Just Joe Maurer and I catching up on life, getting lunch. That was the dream. Yeah, no one got, the whole, no, there was no like, how boring was the entire experience? <laughs> I I enjoy Joe. Joe and I have had a good relationship. We enjoy no, our conversations. Joe's, yeah, Joe's fine. I'm, I you talked about you talked about his lawnmower, like his nice Toro. You know, he yeah. upgraded the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, really, the blades so, are really finely yeah. trimmed. Yeah. Really. So, Joe, how's so. the r- rapping career going? You still you still rap at your? Uh, yeah, I don't think at, Joe has a home cabin? studio um, at any of his houses. Maybe he'll give you a few no, lines. I thought he did. Saturday. I thought he did at the cabin. Yeah, I thought that one, was the yes. I think the legend he was he had he's a studio. Like in his forties now, right? I mean, I, don't I know, but right. like, but the the thing was, it was in his cabin, and I mean, you don't just take out that recording. That's that's a lot of work to upgrade that recording still, studio. That's it'd still be very there. expensive to rip it out after yeah. you had it installed. Dex has that's Dex is point. right. That's a good point. So, anyways, uh, happy Joe Mauer weekend. Uh, twins have taken two out of three from the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll do an immaculate grid on the show here. Dallas Keuchel is getting a shot. Let's start there. So there's there's a there's a big Joe Ryan thing to unpack here about whether he was hiding an injury or whatever. But let's start with, you know, because we were kind of wondering, okay, so Dallas Keuchel opted out. The Twins didn't trade any of their starters. Why? Like my question was, why would you go through the trouble of, you know, what this guy who looks like he's washed up? We believe that he has gotten himself back on track. The drive line sort of analytical track man numbers that he's got the velocities up, the spin rates are up bring him in for a look-see, but then when he posts a 1.12 ERA in six starts in AAA, showing you, at least at that level, okay, this is definitely worth something. I was right. wondering, well, why would you not give him a major league start of some kind? But they are. They waited till the last possible second. 35 years old. Um, he was a Cy Young Award winner eight years ago. 2020 was his last truly productive season. His last three starts of last year, all seven earned runs across like two or three different teams. So um, what do you guys think of this? Do you think there's any hope that Dallas Keuchel still has some gas left in the tank here? If I'm not mistaken, too, uh, Bobby Nightingale, who's doing a really good job covering the Twins for the Star Tribune, joined the beat a couple months ago. I think he reported that Keuchel's velo was at about 88 miles an hour in St. Paul, so it's still low. Uh, But you know what? With the current climate of this team, I'm fine with it. I'm absolutely fine with it. And, And we'll talk about it, but Joe Ryan needed to be sat down. And, and I like him. Like, I think that he has the ability when he's pitching really well to be the ace of the staff. Yeah. Yep. And I like how he is wired ordinarily. Um, but if this was a team that was like in serious, like you were like, this is a World Series team, I'd be like, this is sort of a reach. This seems odd. But given the circumstances surrounding this Twins team, I am absolutely fine with having signed a guy to a AAA contract, essentially. He went out there and proved it. I mean, he pitched just great. So... This is one where I'm not going to dump on either side, and he might get his butt beat in. I don't know, but I think he, it's, but he's earned a look. It's he's wor- exactly look. it's wor- it's worth a shot. Like of all the things that I'm going to bitch and moan about with this team, this is not one. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. You need enough starters to basically get you to 162 games too. And keep in mind, the Twins' rotation has mostly been pretty healthy this year. The rotation that they have rolled out, they haven't had to dip in, you know, using the 12th or 13th. I think they use, you know, double-digit starters every year. And to be honest, 
most teams end up having to do that because it's a grind to get to 162 games with your starting rotation. Um, but Dallas Keuchel, if they're still a little bit up here and he can still eat some innings, I mean, I think the guy that was pretty dominant in the postseason for them, I think even he has, if you want to go with wins-loss record for a pitcher stat, he actually was a very good postseason pitcher. Um, I think if he's starting for you in the playoffs, something has gone awry. Joe Ryan's injury is worse, or Sonny Gray has hit the wall or something. But he's worth bringing in here to help you get to 162 games. And if there's something here, maybe he ends up making the playoff roster and contributing there. But for right now, I'm totally okay with Dallas Keuchel getting a look. Yeah, So, and on the velocity front real quick, because a lot's being made of, you know, oh, he's, you know, 88, 89. He was more like 86, 87 last year. So even when he won the Cy Young Award, he has never in his career averaged a 90-mile-per-hour fastball. It's always, but the, but there is a big difference because when you get to like 80, 88, you know, 87, you got to have some really good secondary stuff or some deception. So there is a difference between 89 and like 86 or 85. But it sounds like in AAA and in bullpen sessions that he is a tick up from where he was, but he's never been a guy. This is what I think some people are kind of confused that, oh, he's only throwing 88 or 89. Well, that's exactly what he's always been up until a couple of years ago. So he's ne- he's never been a guy that's been a big strikeout pitcher. He's been a weak contact inducer that mixes in some strikeouts. And um, in his prime, he was an innings-eating horse that would give you like 215, 220. I think he led the league in innings for a couple of years. So, And Declan, you bring up the postseason track record. Um, he has made 12 starts in the postseason in his career, 3.71 earned run average. Um, so he's got, and, and with Houston, I'm pretty sure, didn't he pitch on their World Series team in oh, yeah. 2017? So he was, yep. you know, he's, listen, if he pitches pretty well over the next couple months and he's like sort of back to being what he was in 2020, you actually want him in your postseason rotation, but that is so many steps in the future. Let's Correct. see what he looks like in one start first if he's still right. a major league pitcher and kind of go from there. The best part is if he stinks, you gave up nothing for him. You didn't make any trades. You didn't give up a prospect. It, it's literally giving a a car that was a good car and sort of became a jalopy, but now it's been redone again. You're giving it. You're giving it a chance. I'm fine with that. Good for the twins. Yeah, I think like at times in the past, like they've done this with Homer Bailey or something when they do it in uh, February, yeah. and they they bring in a guy as part of their rotation, like Chris Archer or somebody before the season, that drives me nuts because you kind of know what's going to happen. And you kind of know what's probably going to happen with Dallas Keuchel, but at least you're not reliant on him being 20% of your starting rotation to start a season or something, right? And you can just cut bait. Exactly. Just cut bait. If it does not work, it's not a, it's not a commitment of any sort. Yep. So we're all, sounds like we're all, uh, we're all on board just getting to see. And if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, whatever. So on the flip side, so the reason why he's in the rotation now, Joe Ryan has been placed on the injured list with a groin strain. And I'm going to read you this from The Athletic. Joe Ryan, who has an 8.63 earned run average and allowed 17 home runs in his last seven starts, which is insane, admitted to hiding a left groin strain from the team and treating it himself since the end of June. He finally disclosed the injury after surrendering four quick home runs in a loss on Wednesday. So Ryan said he's received an outpouring of support from the clubhouse, but Rocco Baldelli said, hey, you got to speak up, dude. What are you pitching injured for? Quote from yep. Baldelli, 
Yep. The communication on this certainly has to be better, and he knows that. We talked about it with Joe. It's something he thought he could just manage himself and pitch through easily and not worry about it. I think he came to the realization that he needs to let us know these things. So Ryan said he first felt the injury while stretching in the outfield before his June 27th start in Atlanta when he gave up those five home runs. It kind of came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or like, was he tipping pitches? Like, What was the deal? He said, quote, sat my hips back stretching and just felt kind of a, a pull high up that radiated down a little bit more. When you feel radiating pain, you should probably talk to a trainer. So what you do think? you guys make of this whole situation? Well, first of all, I, I am seeing um, a lot of people on Twitter, especially saying it's made up. It's made up. He's not really hurt. His arm is tired in that he is being IL'd for that. As chief conspiracy theory officer of the media in this town, this is not made up. No team would sign off on like this big of this. This would be the worst um, uh, being on the same page since bilateral leg weakness. So you're telling me you're making up an injury. Then you're telling the pitcher, just tell the media something. And the, and he's going to say, I hid an injury I yep. kept the team in the dark, and Rocco is then going to go along with that and be like, well, he's got to c- communicate next time, knowing there's nothing wrong. I'm not buying that. I think this is legit. I think it's legit, and I think on everyone's side, but especially starting with Joe, it's inexcusable. It is inexcusable. Now, the Atlanta game, I get it, because he, he did say, you know, I hadn't gone through this before. I didn't right. know what. So the, so the Braves game, I get. Okay, you mm-hmm. probably sh- should have immediately – told them, but you didn't know, and it probably hurt, but it didn't hurt as much. But, my God, so you're telling me that you were willing to go through that amount of starts and try and keep it a secret for a team that likes to take, you know, guys out occasionally if their toenails are torn? So, one, I'm buying this. One, I'm buying this. torn toenail is very painful, okay? I'm sure it is. I would probably not play either. Uh, I've lost a toenail before. Not fun. Oh, it would not be fun, but I am buy I am buying this as a as the problem, and I'm also thinking what the hell is going on here? Starting with Joe, but then he didn't tell the twins, which is also an indictment of things. Talk about a cluster bleep. This one, this one, I think is a is a um, an alarm to some of the stuff that's wrong here. Yeah, I'm trying to weigh. You know, when you're into August now and we're over 100 games into a season and we're not quite at the finish line, but everyone starts to get bruised and banged up here, right? No one by the time the postseason rolls around is 100% healthy. You've been playing baseball for six months. You might be grinding through with something that's pulled here and there. But why would a young star pitcher for a team who has overhauled its training staff a little bit, or at least the athletic trainer, I should say, they, they get a brand new athletic trainer, why is he openly hiding that from the training staff and the coaching staff? Why is that a thing to me? It seems to like, a, like a lack of trust or something. Right? Yes, and that's that's the first thing that pops into my head. I get the first, hey, I, I pulled something at Atlanta, and you tried to grind through the start. Okay, I'm not going to rip you for that. That's the first time you did it. But then you went out for the next, what, month and a half and still tried to pitch, and then you openly hit, oh, yeah, I, I, just, I never told them. What? Why wouldn't yeah. you tell them? What type of... We talk about communication and club clubhouse atmosphere and all this inclusion, and you have one of your young stud star pitchers hiding an injury from the training staff. And, and my windy fingers, why is that? Why is that? Yeah, it is. Uh, it just it's just another like weird human element thing that the twins have kind of 
misstepped on a player or a front office or a manager, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, it's Joe Ryan, dude. You, I'm trying to figure out how many games did he cost them here? The Atlanta game, let's just say it is what it is. All right, you felt something. You thought you could go. I don't know. We'll we'll just let that one. We'll chalk it up. They did lose that game six to two. He gave up uh, the five home runs and six runs in three innings, and that was enough because their offense couldn't score. That was the first game after the complete game shutout. By the way, the first complete game shutout, or was it the second complete game shutout? Have they thrown two this year, or was I, that I the first? They have. I think they've thrown two. Because they they hadn't that thrown one in like five one. or six years or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so uh, then they so of the six starts after that they actually won three of them, they lost one of them fifteen to two. So I think that game was going to be a loss either way. But the last two games, when he's clearly been feeling it the most here, these last two games, I think the Twins probably win these games. So they lost a game eight to seven to Seattle, in which he only went three and two thirds, gave up two home runs. Four earned runs, right? A better start. They probably win that game. And then the game against St. Louis, you go up seven runs in four innings. They did score three. So it's possible he cost them two games here. Let's say one or two games, which might matter at the end of the day. You're in this, you know, ridiculous division. So, yeah. But, I mean. Talk to your trainer, kids. But the the lack of, but the complete lack of trust to mention it is is in like okay in 1978 this happened okay i'm gonna yeah. grind through i'm a and plus our trainer is like gonna put dirt on my elbow or shoulder but in 2023 with the medical information that we now have to ignore this for, for uh for this long the other thing that really concerns me is this joe ryan long term is an incredibly important part of this team. Like he should ascend at some point, in my opinion, to your ace. And he's already an upper half rotation guy. This is the exact type of thing that creates bad mechanics that get your arm hurt. That's true. Like like yes. when you start to compensate, I can't I can't throw I can't my leg hurts, so I'm gonna compensate with my arm. And this is how you create huge career changing problems too. So like there is a discussion to be had here because I mean, just as far as the investment of this guy goes, if everything that he said is true and I, I believe it's so crazy. It is true. You like, this is really stupid. And he might be thinking in his head, cause he's, he's still like five years away from or four or five years away from free agency, but he might be thinking, I got to, I got to stack another good season under my belt. I I, I got to show durability so that I can have value for the contract negotiations. But, you know, if, like you said, if a groin injury leads to bad mechanics, leads to a torn UCL, and now you miss all of 2024, I don't think we're being alarmist by saying that that, that is a string of events that absolutely happens with pitchers. You're, you're compensating for one thing. I mean, look at Tyler Malley. It was all upper body, but Malley came in last year with a shoulder problem. And part of the compensation, and some of it's not conscious. It's your body compensating for right. like a weak shoulder, putting right. more pressure on elbow. Elbow blows out. So, yeah, I don't know. We sound like alarmists a little bit, but it is stupid. Don't pitch hurt, or you could have something go wrong, or you could lose games for your team. And it sounds like uh, Rocco made that known behind the scenes. Uh, hey, before we get to, there's a, a question here from a listener that I think we should get to that I think represents a lot of other listeners. And then an Immaculate Grid, let's shout out our friends at Finch Home Solutions, Judd, for helping save the day for Score North listeners. And that is the van 
Cody Finch and his team, that's the van that they're going to show up in, and they are going to fix any electrical problems that you have at your home. That's exactly right. I've been talking about Finch now for a long time here, but there's a reason why. You know, I've always said this. Sports dad, he don't exactly allow a lot of people into his home. In fact, he doesn't even get the door half the time, or more than half, when there's a knock at the door. But when Finch showed up, I answered the door. They came in courteous, professional, and quick. They do fantastic work. And the job can be huge. It can be rewiring your entire house. It can be as small as putting an outlet in a room, perhaps a three-pronged one. Finch Home Solutions can take care of any issue, and they're going to do it. They're going to answer the questions. They're going to steer you in the right direction, and you are going to be absolutely thrilled. In fact, right now, their offer of free electric Electrical panel inspection of your home. If your panels are over 25 years old, you should definitely have those inspected. Or $199 for a home safety inspection. So $199 is going to get you peace of mind because Finch Home Solutions is the answer to any questions or problems that you have in electronics in your home. All right, let's also shout out our friends at EcoFun here, too. Uh, it's electric bike season, and you can get into a Yamaha, a Bentelli, a Scootstar electric bike. They're all in stock and on sale. And as you see on this YouTube video, if you're watching the Scorner Twin Show right now, look at all the fun toys, all the goodies. You got scooters. You got souped-up golf carts, ATVs. Mm-hmm. EcoFun has two metro locations for you to go and test drive some of these bad boys. 35 in Forest Lake and 35W in Burnsville. EcoFunMotorsports.com to check out their inventory. If you do stop into EcoFun, tell them that uh, we sent you over at Scornor. I still want the sidecar. I'm made for the motorcycle sidecar. So I don't know if some of those bikes have do a little it. sidecar for the, you know, the guy in the little goggles, you know, judge driving on the bike, and I'm his little henchman in the, in the no, seats. No, I'm, I'm not driving like, go get him, sports dad. If, if, a, li- if a listener... <laughs> buys one and gets a sidecar could we get you to ride in the sidecar because i'm sure that, that we oh, have a lot of to. competent oh. viewers and listeners and then declan could ride i don't think in the they sidecar. have sidecars but like if if we could somehow get one custom installed then yeah or just if someone gets the golf cart or the yeah. atv you know yeah just get declan's like sidecar. yeah we'll uh we'll have declan ride with you and just spew twins takes it'll be great this is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. So, okay, uh, Jeff Thompson wants to know, and I think this represents a lot of different listeners. We use a lot of terms, and a lot of baseball media uses a lot of terms and vernacular that, I don't know, if you're if you're immersed in it, it makes sense, but if you're not, then it might need some explaining or a glossary. So Jeff Thompson says, can you explain all of the off-the-field baseball rules? So uh, Royce called Rubes idiots for wanting to send Buxton to St. Paul because the Twins can't. Why then can Dallas Keuchel be in St. Paul? Also, what is DFA, team control, arbitration, service time? Let's let's answer these one by one because I do feel like, yeah, we you know we throw this. This was stuff part out. of your life for like three years. Yeah, you're, you're good at explaining this. Okay, yeah, this was like when you cover a baseball beat, this stuff is uh, ingrained in your DNA. So the reason Dallas Keuchel could be 
you know, despite having been like a 10-year Major League veteran or whatever and a Cy Young Award winner, the reason he could be in the minor leagues and Byron Buxton couldn't is because Buxton is on a Major League contract and he's out of minor league options. Mm -hmm. So um, your first few years as a Major Leaguer, you have, and I'd have to go check the rules now, but you have like two or three option years where you can be optioned to the minor leagues as many times throughout that season and then the next season. But once you Mm -hmm. get to a certain point of service time, the team can no longer send you to the minor leagues unless something else happens, which we'll get to. Keuchel signed a minor league contract, like a prove-it contract. No major league team wanted him, and it was June. And so he said, all right, I'll sign a prove-it contract, a minor league contract, with an out clause after 30 days. So he was a St. Paul Saint for 30 days, and then after 30 days, if he wasn't called up, he had the option to either stay or opt out. So he actually opted out, which triggered a 48-hour window for the Twins to promote him or to say goodbye to him or trade him, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. And they wound up actually promoting him. So hopefully that explains the Keuchel Buxton thing. DFA means so. Some of the language here is so not fan friendly. It means designated for assignment. So when you want, let's say you want to boot somebody from your twenty-six man roster, but that player is out of minor league options, right? Like if it's um, Trevor Larnick and he still has minor league options, you just option him to the minors. But if it's um, Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. It's a great example. Joey Gallo's out of minor league options. Of course. And you can make a case this should be a real-world example very soon here, right? Yes. Yes. If you want to boot him off the 26-man roster, you would designate him for assignment, which puts him in like a holding bin. It's like a Major League Baseball holding bin where another team can claim him. If he clears waivers, he can either accept the minor league assignment or he can become a free agent. You can trade him in that window if you want, but there's ten never days, any right? leverage. It's a 10-day window. 10-day yeah. window, okay. So he just goes and you're saying you're no longer on the roster. You're in a holding room. And uh, if a team claims you, cool, you have a new team. Or or you can you can say, you know what? I do kind of suck and could use some AAA uh, experience. I will go to AAA. It's totally up to you. So it's sort of like if, if you, you could – if you were in a marriage that you didn't like DFA your hu- husband or wife, but get 10 days to find something else. Yeah, and after another, 10 days, you're like, you know what? I couldn't find anything. Her, yeah. I couldn't find anything. Come on back home. Oh well, but God. they can come, but they would not come back home. They would go to the minor league home. That's yeah. what they would do. No, which would be the house outside your, the cabin. you know, the cabin, the shed and back. The shed, something like that. The the shed, shed. and back. <laughs> the maid's quarters. I think you'd be the one in the shed, not Don. Oh, God, yeah. Don't, oh, no, I'm no, not yeah. saying I would DFA Don. I'm, yes. <laughs> we know, that's why I said we know who would DFA. Just to yeah, clear. I'd be DFA. Yeah, just to be clear. In fact, I, I, heard, I heard that I have been that I've been shopped before. That's the word. <laughs> wow. You know, as the trade de- deadline approached, they, they've tried to sneak me through the waiver process, but I'm still here. Okay, Correct. so uh, team control is how long the player is under contract with that team, basically. So, like, if you sign a free agent and you sign a four-year contract, you have team control for four years. If it's a player that you draft or something, so when a player when a player is drafted or signed as, like, a 16-year-old, you know, Dominican uh, free agent or something, you get that player for, I believe, it's either four or five years, depending on their age, of pre-major league control, and then once they are elevated to the major leagues, the clock starts ticking, and you get six years of team control 
for their major league clock. So you wind up really like when you draft a player, you wind up if you really wanted to, you could like have them for eight, nine, ten years before they hit free agency. Mm-hmm. And the, and there's ways for them to get more money once they get toward free agency. But so that's team control. Uh, service time is the other one he wants to know. How many? So basically, service time is um, how much time you've spent as a major leaguer. Mm-hmm. So the, the there's it, the major league seasons. It's a six month regular season, so it's like 180 actual days on the calendar. I think one year of service time is like 172 days. Sure. So if you if you're if you're on the major league roster or on the major league injured list for 172 days, or I might be off a little bit there, that would be a year of service time. You need six years of service time. However, it comes. It might come over nine calendar years, right? Because you mm-hmm. might be in the minors for a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you become a free agent, so it's it's not the, the easiest thing to sort of digest if you're a casual fan. Well, and I am amazed that in 2023 you were still owned for that long by one team. Most guys don't become free agents until they're almost 30. Mm-hmm. So you're, and now teams are like, well, but now you're almost out of your prime. Like, well, right. I mean, f- football's the one, and and look, the PA in football's awful. But at least football, and yes, your career goes far quicker. But, you know, like four years seems fair, right? Yeah. Base, by the Six way, years. baseball may have, I know they had some new agreements in the new CBA, so they may have tweaked some of this stuff more than I just explained it. But that's the, that's the general framework of sort of the complicated nature of baseball contracts. Well Whew. done. Okay. Well done, my friend. Thank you, everyone. If you are still with us and not sleeping after that long, rambling uh, yeah. technical answer. Uh, we would love to end this episode with an immaculate grid challenge here on the Scornar Twin Show, where we've been pretty hot, boys. I think we've got two or three days in a row. Two for sure. For sure, back-to-back days. So let's explain this to the audience. This is a baseball trivia tic-tac-toe grid that you see on your screen, and we'll explain this for the audio audience. So we are looking to fill these boxes and go nine for nine with no incorrect guesses to be immaculate. So we're looking for a Padre who was once a Washington National or an Expo because you get the history. Uh, Love it. Yep. We're looking for an Oakland A who was once a Washington National or an Expo. And we're looking for a National Expo who once had a 40 home run season. We're looking for a Dodger who was a Padre, a Dodger who was an A, and a Dodger who hit a uh, 40 home runs in a season. And then we're looking for... A brave who was a Padre, a brave who was an A, and then a brave with a 40 home run season. Five minutes on the clock. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I think so. Fire it up. Let's go. All right. No cheating. No Googling. A's and Washington is easy. That's Kirk Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki. And that will not be that will not be popular. Kurt Suzuki. Yep. Ten percent. Nine. Nine percent. Okay. Huh. Yeah. By the way, we're, it'd be nice to get in a, a rarity score. But, they put the percentages below a hundred, but we would just like to win. First. Be very. Yes, we have. We have not done a good job. Hey, what about for a rarity score potential? So Sean Green. Yeah. Didn't Sean Green hit forty bombs for the Dodgers one year. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Hit Sean with it. H E. No, it's not right there. Right? Oh, it is. Yeah. 93 yeah, yeah. Yeah. 40 bombs with the Dodgers, right? Or am I wrong? We'll find out. Oh, God. Let's make sure. Yeah. Yeah. 10%. Yes. Nice. 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 Um, 10%? Did, Larry, did Larry Walker have 40 bombs with the Expos? 
I don't think with the Expos. Okay. Only with, with only with the Rockies. Yeah. Did okay. Vlad? I don't know that Vlad did with Andres Galarraga, the big cat. For, Forty home runs was more rare than I feel like I it know, became. Like like who's a steroid era Expo right. on or Washington? I mean, has uh, Washington had a forty the, home run for the Braves? Did David Justice do it? Probably Ryan Klesko. McGriff, Justice, Klesko. Jones, Andrew Jones. 40 home runs of Andrew season. Jones. Ever, yeah. Andrew Jones had a big, wasn't it like a, oh, man. David Justice, okay. man, that sounds right. You want to go David Don't Justice? Are we good with that? How confident are you, Judd? McGriff, or was it, or did or is McGriff more of a sure thing here? But he had to do it with Atlanta or just th- throughout the course of his career? With, with Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um. I think the crime dog, because they used to play in the launching pad. Oh, you know who I, well, it, this is not Hank going Aaron. to be. Hank Aaron, a rarity score, but Hank, Hank Aaron, because he never hit 50. He never yeah. hit 50. Let's do it. Let's do Hank Aaron. Let's go with But back. Hammer and Hank. Wait, 25%. Dude, the home well, run the kids don't know Hammer and Hank. Oh. All right. Um, Let's reach okay. All right. Dodger. Oh, what about Ooh. the Mark, was it Mark Kotze, a brave who was also an A? That sounds... Right. Wow, that's a great say. That's a, that's we, a great we can poll. Wait, we can wait on that if you want. I'm pretty that, sure. That's a great poll. Um, all right. We can wait on so, that. So a Padre who was an Expo or a National? Uh, did, uh, did Matt Kemp play for the Padres after he got? After he yes, got dude, didn't he? I'm pretty I, sure he did. I, yeah. And it train Matt, wrecked. Yeah, Matt Kemp, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Did, did he play for the, the – that's the Dodgers, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, good. I yes, go ahead. Yep. We had just been talking about the uh, two minutes left about Washington. Um, uh, let's okay. go. Bra- uh, let's go. Brave who was a Padre. Brave who was a Padre. Klesko. Ryan Klesko. Oh, Klesko. Ryan Klesko. Yeah. Play for both of them. There you go. Okay. Eight percent. Yes. These are all pretty we're good. Doing, we're doing pretty good here. And okay. A who was a Dodger? I mean, Kirk Gibson, right? Oh, or no, oh, you know, oh, he hit the home the, run. No, wait, wait, the, wait. I got the rarity score for you. Bill North. <laughs> Billy North. Billy North. Just right. checking the ball around the yard. 0.6. Good job. Yes, man. dude. Three more squares. Okay. So now we're kind of back to the ones we were kicking around here. We have who was minute brave. 20. Who was brave. So Mark, I feel like Mark Kotze played for Oh, the Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson. Yeah, there, there's a bunch. Yeah. And and yeah. currently there's sure. Matt Olson. There's a bunch. Okay. Yep. Tim Hudson. Yep. Let's do it. It'll be high, yep. but that's fine. 13. 13. Oh, not high at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. So two okay. more here. Okay. So uh, we know, like, for the 40 home run thing, uh, did Ryan Zimmerman ever hit 40 jacks? Yeah, I was going to say, is oh. there a national? I, you know, that sounds right. Okay. Harper did. Harper did. Bryce Harper. Okay. Should we just go Harper? Just, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, high. Yeah. But... Yep. Let's just get it done. At 62. And then All right. uh, we got uh, 40 seconds left. Padre, a... who was an expo or oh, pitch. Fernando, did not Fernando Rodney. Tyler Clippard, did he play for the Padres? He's played everywhere. Probably. Is this He's our Edwin Jackson? Is this an Edwin well, Jackson play? Edwin Jackson for sure played for Washington, right? Yeah. Did Jesse Orozco pitch for the Expos and the uh, Padres? Yeah, Jeff, do you have any as an expo. 15 Padre. seconds left. We might yeah, have to do Edwin. Yeah. We might have to pull the Edwin Jackson yep. over here. Uh, I'm trying to think through. I don't know. Yep. Just go Can with yours. All right, it? this is our guess. 
This is or doing the Edwin Jackson thing. Damn, I like to be more more Son sure. Ah, uh, yes, 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 you Edwin got it, Curry. Edwin Jackson. Every time, Edwin baby. Jackson. Every time. Every time, dude. Every time. Oh, that is. Oh, great. Ricky Henderson played oh, uh, for the Dodgers at the very Juan, end. Juan Soto, yeah. Let me see okay. what. Only one percent had Edwin Jackson, though. Of all yeah. the teams, wow. it's hilarious, man. He's he played for fourteen teams, but nobody ever uses him in this have game. Have we been burned yet by the Edwin Jackson? No, yes. I don't no, think we have. No, no, it's been right twice, I, and 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 we weren't sure of the second team both times that Phil <laughs> right. threw it out, but he was he was he was sure enough to take the chance. What was that? We didn't get under a hundred, right? Because the Bryce Harper. No, what was got, our rarity uh, score? One forty. One. Can you click on, that? Oh, the three, yeah, the Expos. So who would the, or the, I think Zimmerman might have hit 41 oh, yeah. here. You know what? Uh, so Bryce Harper, Alfonso Soriano qualifies. Uh, and then and then Vlad, Vlad did do it twice with the Expos. Okay. okay. So that would have right. qualified. Nice job, boys. Way to finish strong this week. Yep. I think we're three for three. Show. Hey, if you could have uh, three. Three weeks since we've revived the Scorner Twin Show, and we're uh, we're here for the playoff run. Much to Judge Chagrin. If you could give us a five star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can help us spread the word about the Scorner Twin Show. And uh, click the subscribe button and the like button on the Scorner YouTube channel. All right, see you guys.